What up, what up, what up, art world? <laughs> what up? Was, uh, Lisa. <laughs> you know, this coming in hot with my intro. How's it going, uh, Miss Art World, a.k.a. Catherine? It's going good. How are you, Lisa? Oh, dude, so good. Yeah? Yeah. Just sitting here with you on my bed. It's my favorite place to be. Yeah, it's a little warm. It's a little warm. Uh, not it, too warm. Is it hot in here? <laughs> or is it us? <laughs> oh, it's us. For sure. <laughs> Your bed's pretty comfortable, though. Hey, thanks. Got a cute room. Thank it's you. great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Before we dive into my room again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm this looking isn't, around we're no to longer analyze episode something. three. So. <laughs> it's true. We are talking about arts marketing we are we haven't really done many of these episodes where we're just talking about like tips and things for artists have we no we have not so and it's something so i have my solo show coming up in september september which is gonna be super exciting 27 27th at 7 30 the day before your birthday yes i it's on purpose because the show's called Sentence to Death and I'm turning 30 and that's, I'm dying. You just made every one of our elder listeners I know, I'm feel so terrible. Sorry. It's, it's actually going to be a celebration of my 30th sure. birthday, but it is on the eve of a important birthday in a life of a person. It is. Um, and which gallery is it held at? Uh, Studio Channel Islands Art Center in Camarillo. The address is 2 Two, two, two. Wait, there's four twos. Twenty-two, twenty-two Ventura Boulevard, <laughs> Camarillo. <God>. <laughs> when I have to say like, so my phone number at work ends mm. in three sevens, and every time I get confused, I'm like, did I say too many sevens? I'm not sure. Oh my gosh! So and that was me. a look into her mind, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but everyone should come out to that show because it's going to be amazing. It's free, free parking. Mm-hmm. Um, Great gallery. Exciting. Yeah. And it's going to just be focused on um, performance art. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. But so I am preparing for my show uh, along with Studio Channel Islands. And so I really have been thinking a lot about how to market my exhibit and the relationship with the gallery itself, Mm -hmm. like what you can and shouldn't do. But you also, as the artist, should be promoting your own exhibit and I know a lot of artists don't do that yeah like a lot of artists and I get it they don't want to be bothered it's a lot of work you're in the mindset where you think that's part of the gallery's job and a lot of times it is but it isn't because you as the artist have your own following and you need to be activating those followers yeah and I think one thing from all the artists we've talked to so far is the ones who are really successful are also very good at marketing themselves. They put themselves out there and recognize the more people that see their, their art and their talent, the better off they're going to be and the more shows they're going to get. Um, so I think across the board, they need to be able to market themselves more. And yeah. you've done an incredible job so far, and we still have another month until your show. And really, some people would argue that I'm too early, but I am a I'm a huge advocate Mm -hmm. of starting early and then keeping people um, engaged with different type of content. Well, and one thing I would say is uh, for events marketing, we market, you know, three months out often. Mm -hmm. Um, But then it's the three weeks before the event that we do heavy pushes where it's like 
every day for that third week before. And then the second week before we're doing two a day. And then the week of, you know, we're posting, you know, maybe three times a day. Um, and that's pretty standard in the event industry. So and I think what you're doing is, is great. It's a re- consistent reminder, but it's not overwhelming at all yet. Yeah, because basically a opening is an event. So Absolutely. you should be doing the same type of thing. So three months or three weeks out for you, are you posting the same type of thing or are you doing different strategies? Like are you doing a video marketing oh, piece? mixing it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. like um, resharing what a band might be doing, um, posting a video, um, posting just a photo. Um, the, I mean, the one difference is with events, we have so much activation that it's easy to highlight all the different aspects. You can do a food post. It's going to be different than a band post. Mm-hmm. So people sometimes don't even realize they're seeing from the same organization. Okay. Um, but, but I think that's really smart because if someone's um, interested in a certain element of the event, they'll be engaged, but then they might not. Someone else might be more interested in like the food truck. Exactly. Well, and when we're thinking about that with art, if you are in a group show, that'd be easy because you can actually pull other artists in your show and post about them. Yeah. And then be resharing each other's content because if you're in a group show, most likely that is someone who's doing a similar type of artwork as you. So their followers are going to be interested in your artwork Mm -hmm. and vice versa. So it's mutually beneficial. Yeah. It should be a tag team effort with the other artists and the gallery itself. And talking about um, the gallery relationship, um, so when I was the gallery um, director, we would have every artist sign a contract and Mm -hmm. it would lay out what our responsibility is as the gallery and what the artist's responsibility. So we would always ask them to send us a draft of a press release that we would edit and uh, make sure that we send that out ourselves okay um we would do a postcard and then we would do our own newsletter and social media marketing Mm -hmm. uh which i would say the artist should be doing that themselves as well like they you as an artist should have a newsletter that you're sending out to your people as well and so the gallery and the artist are both sending it out but you got to make sure that what you're sending out is the same information as the gallery and if you're using the gallery logo Mm -hmm. they need to have approval on if you're creating your own content yeah with the gallery logo yeah definitely um and going off that too i think as an artist um having high quality professional photos of your work is ideal because i know for us even when michael pierce did his show um and shared with us all these professional photos of these really high-end works it was one of the easiest things for us to keep pushing out because we're like well it's quality it's good it's magic realism but these are great photos too Mm -hmm. you know um and so i think having those and not just having iphone snaps that are being reshared um, but keeping it professional across the board makes a huge difference. That's a great point because I have in, I took a bunch of notes when researching this online and I have in my tips um, was the suggestion of hiring a photographer for that mm-hmm. night. And so even if it's after your event for your next event, you have all these great photos of people at your reception that 
you can then use that are professional. Oh, yeah, that's a great tip. Um, and a lot of the time your work is still going to be up for, what, 30 days in a gallery? Mm-hmm. So you can be resharing it because you still want people to get in there even if it's not reception night to see your work. And some artists like to do a closing reception mm-hmm. too. So it'd be, if you are going to do that, definitely hire a photographer. Yeah, definitely. Because we do know that not um, iPhone photos from everyone isn't always the same quality. Yeah, and I don't. I'm not knocking iPhone photos. It's they're some they're, are really good. Some are really good, but um, you can. I think I have been able to tell the difference when art is photographed professionally. Do you, as a gallery attendee, mm-hmm. feel? Um, when you see a professional photographer at the gallery taking photos, that uh, it elevates the event itself. I or... never thought of it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I always do. Like, you think it elevates Johanna's uh, yeah. gallery show when she oh, had I the felt photographer? So bad for that guy. <laughs> he didn't have. He was very trigger happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. When I walked in and I saw her elaborate spread and her he, photographer, I was impressed. I was. I was impressed with that elaborate spread. The it was almost was like, too much. It was nicer than I've seen at most weddings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was almost overpowering. And it was like a 15 by 15 room. Like it was not a big space. And the food tables were huge. It was ginormous. It was like a 10 foot table. You know what? And we didn't need anything. No, we should (laughs) have. We should have. (laughs) Regrets. It's because we just had eaten. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I guess I guess I did notice that there and it elevated it a bit. My biggest pet peeve is you have a professional photographer and then you don't show any of the pictures or you don't post them. I mean, I think some were posted. Are you speaking of anything specifically? I I more am uh, hating on my father right now who doesn't post anything he takes ever unless I bother him. But then he posts like three months afterwards. And I'm sorry if you're marketing your event, you need to post it right away. Your face. I have no so. words. <laughs> Poor Perry. I know. This man getting hated on on his favorite podcast. <laughs> A couple of other things that I have just recently started doing, and I should have been doing a long time ago. So if you're an artist, start doing this now is gathering people's contact information. Um, so their mailing address, if you want to send out mailers, which I have done, um, I didn't get anything in the mail. Nope. Cause you're not going to be here, but you hey, almost did. I still want one. I, oh, I'll mail you one. Thank you. Yeah. Just don't waste the stamp. Just hand okay. it to me. <laughs> um, so I did fancy mailers. I did a newsletter. Um, I'm also doing Instagram and Facebook. I have a Facebook Mm -hmm. event page, but I didn't have people's um, email addresses gathered in one spreadsheet or their um, addresses. Really? Mm -mm. I'm shocked. Um, I had people that signed up for my newsletter, but there's some people out there that I wanted to invite that either I had on my newsletter and they unsubscribed, Mm -hmm. which I get. But I also wanted to send them like a personal invitation. Okay. That's not, hey, this is my newsletter, but hey, I'm inviting you to my show. Nice. Is that weird? No, I think you should do it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, just gathering, taking that um, guest list that you mm-hmm. get at shows and actually putting them into a spreadsheet yeah. is uh, super helpful and a big time saver when you're not in crunch time right before your show. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, can I highlight one thing you did? Yeah. Um, your promo video mm. was excellent. Thank you. Yeah. And that's something I think more people should be doing online. Um, videos see like 10 times the amount of uh, interaction and engagement than a standard post does. Mm-hmm. And I think this is almost where you can go the opposite of what I said earlier, where you can get some quick iPhone videos and mash them together with some music and get people excited on your own. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Um, so that's something I would highly recommend. Because you use that for events, too, and oh. you see the engagement. Oh, yeah skyrocket and it doesn't have Ten to be a long video how oh, long no. are your videos uh 30 to 45 seconds yeah yeah so and i super think short in this instance you can even go 15 to 30 seconds um you usually lose people around 20 okay yep that's great to know um and there's a lot of free music uh sites that you can just grab so something many. that makes sense which is exactly what i did i um uh, am on YouTube and they have a YouTube free music and I yeah. just found something that I thought would fit and well and the good thing is if you want to rip music from a popular song um, as long as they don't have the lyrics it's just the instrumentals it's not going to get flagged on social media mm-hmm. there's a little <laughs> undercover information for y'all <laughs> no that's good and also on my list of things to do that I haven't done yet is I want to do a very short um video for youtube that i'm just talking and telling people what Mm -hmm. is gonna be expected at the show because i've noticed that people are like oh okay that's nice you have a show opening and then they ask me a little bit more about it and then they're super engaged and they're like oh well i want to see that hair piece that goes all the way up to the ceiling um like clara my Mm -hmm. intern before she left she's like i need to see how this works out i'm taking my mom that's Can I awesome. have a postcard? And I was like, yes, please come. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. I like it. I think that's some great advice. What other tips do you have? So um, things I was thinking about is I know it takes a lot of time, but making things personalized, mm-hmm. like instead of just sending out a mass newsletter, which I did, I'm also going to send out individual emails that have a, Hey, I haven't talked to you in a long time. Hope all is well. Hope your kids are doing great. I want to invite you to my show. I look forward to receiving that. Yeah. (laughs) Hi, Lisa. (laughs) I hope your children are doing well (laughs) and the farm is succeeding. (laughs) I'm just going to make it over here. I look forward to it. I did put together a list of uh, local news stations and papers and magazines Mm -hmm. that I'm going to reach out to personally, but I forgot about radio stations until I was looking oh, at really? yeah. tips for uh, marketing for artists. So I wrote down on my notes to contact radio stations and honestly podcasts, other arts podcasts. Yeah. I think other arts pro- podcasts are going to be where it's at, where it's at. Um, I, I'm curious. Let me know how the radio station works out. Usually it's, it's pay to play. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's not, it's probably not worth your time. Yeah. Right. Um, but I'd be curious too, like on a Spotify radio station, how that works out these days. Yeah. I've also read online where you shouldn't um, randomly mail um, uh, things to galleries, like asking to show your work. Mm-hmm. 
So I did want to mail out uh, invites to galleries. So I'm not, there's no ask from them like, hey, come to my show. I'd like to show with you. It's just, hey, I would like, hey, so and so, I'd like to invite you to my show. And on each postcard, I actually personalize that too so i spent the time to research who's the owner oh i think that's so smart and hey you know jack i'd like to invite you to Mm -hmm. my show well i think across the board taking that time to do the personal touch is what makes a huge difference yeah and if they don't come to this they at least have this idea Mm -hmm. the name hopefully they look at my website and if they keep seeing that then i feel like you're more likely to get opportunities in the future 100 percent yeah what else so um creating a press release is always difficult do you write press releases for your events or no um or have you in the past it's a it's a mutual effort between me and another party (laughs) (laughs) uh do you have any suggestions on uh make sure your grammar is correct make sure it reads well Uh, make sure it's something that the press can easily honestly copy and paste. Mm-hmm. Um, if they have to edit and fix things and change things, they're not going to take the time because no one's going to be as invested as you are. Yeah. And uh, shorter, longer? Um, depends. Typically, I mean, a couple paragraphs for me, but I would say like one paragraph would probably be fine for something like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The who, what, where, when. Yeah. Why hidden all those boxes? Um, I also think that it's really important that if you are sending out a newsletter to have an unsubscribe button so that if people get annoyed with you, mm. they can unsubscribe, unsubscribe. and not so. take it personally. I've always looked at the list of who unsubscribes to my yeah. newsletters and it makes me sad. I'm like, I should have just not looked. You shouldn't it's have fine. looked. That is sad, dude. Don't don't hurt yourself like that. I know. It's not many, but there's a few. I know who you are. Call out them there. out. Call them out. Put them on blast. Give me a name. <laughs> I can't. Just one. What if, so, uh, <laughs> do you want me to give you a name? Just one. First name. Andy. Who's a lady. Mm-hmm. I'm not placing that. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you after. Actually, I can, I, I'll be honest. It's Andy, and I don't know how to say her name. Don't say her last name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say But she's a very well-known curator in L.A. community. Why uh, would I know who that is? I, I, I don't know if you knew who that was. That's you looked at that, me like it was our friend. <laughs> oh, no. It's, I don't think you've ever met her. But um, she, I'm sure she gets a ton of spam yeah. emails all mm. the time. Well, I don't like her now. Oh, <laughs> I am going to send her a personal email, but I understand why she would unsubscribe to my newsletter because I'm sure she gets artists that have newsletters all the time. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I'm just kidding, Andy. I still like you. I've never yeah. met you, but I like you. Uh, so the last thing that I have done, but I did it recently, was create a promotional pack that I have on my website. Ooh, I like that. A lot of bands do that. Mm-hmm. Smart. Just having the only thing is it's already outdated. Like I have to go in because I have it as a PDF that you can mm-hmm. just download. Okay. But I have to continuously update it all the time. Yeah. But I think it's worth it. I mean, people often say art is business. So 
Yeah, <laughs> People often say that. Yeah. <laughs> and business is a sport. So. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Do you have any other uh, ending thoughts on event promotion? Um, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. I just just put in the put in the work, guys, and don't be afraid to talk to people. I'm terrible and at it. Instagram is the future for the arts social media. Yeah, that is what we've heard across the board. Mm-hmm. So don't don't knock it. Yeah, and even the you know make sure you're inviting people that you are around, like obviously friends and family, but the gallery that you showed with last year in a group show invite them they might not come but at least they know that you're still being active as an artist absolutely that's great Mm -hmm. so Um, i think that's good i have a news article if you want to talk about that okay how are we doing on time We're, we're okay do you know yeah, <laughs> for the longest time you weren't able to know how to tell time. Tell time. <laughs> I wanted to go on record that I've always known how to tell time. <laughs> she has, I promise. I didn't know how to change a garage band for a while. <laughs> so uh, there is a commission um, that was done by Boris Johnson for the Eiffel Tower of London. Have you heard about this? Okay. Um, and it is done by artist Anchi Kapoor, mm. and it's called Orbit, but it's now $15 million in debt <laughs> <laughs> because uh, it people didn't like it, basically. Yeah. They just ha- did not like the look of it. It didn't do what they wanted the Eiffel Tower does. Yeah. Um, Some of these public art pieces are not doing well. No, that's why I'm terrified to go into public art. I thought you it would work be great. In public art. I know, but people had issues with some of our public art pieces that we put in. Imagine. Yeah. What'd they say? Oh, they were questioning why we spent so much money on this piece. Uh, for those of you who um, are listening, <laughs> um, I do public and civic art for the city of Santa Clarita, and we just did a amazing public art piece um, by artist Emma Anna, and it's large-scale uh, Scrabble tiles that spell out the word imagine, but the second I is missing so that you can go up to it, stand in where the I should be, and take a photo. So yep. it's instagrammable you can take a photo you're engaging with this piece and it's great it was not a very expensive no. and it's piece. in front of the public library mm-hmm. it's, it's perfect location yeah yeah it's people really like it but we did have um some people in our community questioning um the funding for it so it was thirty thousand dollars which is public record knowledge you can find that anywhere and that covered fabrication installation the dedication and bringing the artist who's from um, Australia yep. out for it. Um, it's a piece that will last um, 25 plus years. Um, and so people were hating on that piece a little bit. They just, they thought, you know, is this art? So, really? um, and I've heard this a lot with public art is if, they're not seeing like a marble statue that someone chiseled mm-hmm. at. Is it art because it's not being fabricated by the artist's hand itself? Okay. 
Um, but that is the way a lot of public art is going where you yeah. design it and then you find a fabricator yeah. that can make it. Yeah, we talked about the conceptual side and all of that before. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think oftentimes, too, with our community and other communities, people forget that they voted for council members <laughs> and they voted to have these, you know, 1% of funding goes towards the arts and they made these decisions and now they're just seeing them played out. Yeah. You know, because it's easy to say, where does the money come from? It's like, y'all voted for this. Yes. <laughs> this is what you wanted. And if they think about the communities that they are really excited about going to. So I really enjoy downtown L.A. because mm-hmm. when you're walking around, you can stumble upon these great murals, yeah. uh, these sculptures. There's It just energizes life. And it's a, just a very cool space. Yeah. The atmosphere is awesome. people happy. Yeah, and so when people hate on art, you have they have to remember that art is there is money that goes into it. You have to pay artists to yeah. do work, and if you want this cool atmosphere that highlights creativity in your community, money goes behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this piece I thought was really interesting because uh, they're in debt. So the guy Boris Johnson who commissioned the piece, asked the artist to revamp it to make it more exciting. Mm-hmm. And so they decided to put a slide from the very top of it <laughs> <laughs> all the way down Stop. to the bottom. That's so sick. I love it. But why? <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to sell tickets. And right now it's the tallest public art piece. So it's got to be really yeah. tall. So now it's the largest public art ride? Yes. Oh, gosh, the insurance on this thing. I know. Would you slide on it? Oh, for sure. Me too. I want to go I'm curious if now. they're making people sign waivers before they go down it. Oh, I don't know. Because was it structurally sound and like where the, did they have building permits to make it into a slide? They must have. And it looks very similar to like an Eiffel Tower-esque no type of thing. But, um, and we'll post a picture on our Instagram Art World podcast, but it is, it looks like a fair type of structure yeah. so it looks like the slide was supposed to be there the whole time but it wasn't at first. what do you think of this i love the slide idea i think it's great i think you don't think it takes away from the art side um no and i think only because i really enjoy art that um is engaging with the visitor but the slide wasn't wasn't a, that's the only hang up okay. yeah. that I have with it is the slide only came out of the idea that they lost a bunch of money yeah. because no one was visiting. And that's what piece. sucks is if it originally came like this, if it was part of the conceptual idea, if it was always there, mm-hmm. I think it's really strong and cool. The yeah. fact that it was added after is like such a knock to the art side of it, in my opinion. And the artist was not happy about having to revamp his oh, okay. piece. Yeah. I love that he was like, oh, throw a slide on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this place. <laughs> I would totally do it, though. Yeah, that sounds dope. Yeah. So if you're in London, check out the slide. Sick. I think it's 22 euros. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. To go down it. Okay. It went from 17 to go to the top of it. And then because they added the slide, it's $22. Oh, it's not that much more. No. I'm in. Put me in, coach. Mm-hmm. All right. Good one. 
Yeah. So before we leave, guys, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Art World Podcast. Don't forget to uh, call us with your questions. Oh, Lisa's shaking her head. <laughs> no, uh, definitely call us. I, uh, oh, no. Yeah, 202-642-3. I'm going to need you to look this up I'm a little bit up. faster than this. Um, we also have our webpage. Theartworldpodcast.com, which it's new. It's revamped. Looks pretty uh, sicky, sicky, narnar, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Where is oh this? Oh, my on God. Here? It's a pink tile. Here. It's right there. All right. 202-642-2787. That's 202-642-ARTS. Love it. All right. Uh, leave us a voicemail with any of your suggestions or questions. Yeah. All right. We love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.